and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 67. Today, I have a freaking amazing episode for you guys. I had so much fun. Um, I have two of the trio of millennial incantations with me, and we talk about motherland. We talk about Fort Salem and what we love about it, what we hate about it. We definitely don't stay on track. We talk about Xena and Lost Girl and pop culture and witchcraft and why it's so amazing that this like resurgence, like I grew up when I got to see in the 90s, I got to see this um, emerging um, popularity of witchcraft and pop culture and it definitely like influenced me and in my path and I know it did a lot of other people so I am loving seeing this resurgence of this movement happening uh, now and I think it's very timely and we talk about that we talk about so much stuff anyway we have a blast I thought it was gonna be like a 30 minute interview and my husband was like are you done yet because I want to go to bed It was, it was awesome. So, um, thank you so much to David and Siren for coming on and chatting with me. And it was just so fun. I, I I cannot wait to do another uh, chat with you guys. And I've been getting a lot of, um, messages through Instagram because (laughs) I did, uh, I did my nails yesterday because I was just so tired of seeing my little stumpy chewed off, uh, nails and so I tried dip nails so somebody was asking if it was easy it wasn't bad I tried tips like I glued the tips on and then did it and it was kind of a pain in the ass to get it all smooth but um they don't look horrible but they don't look great let's just put it that way <laughs> um so t- if you want to try go for it because um it was something to do in quarantine. Um, I also posted a very blurry filtered picture of my blonde hair. Okay. So yesterday, out of the blue, uh, I, I've had this stuff sitting here and I was going to bleach and dye my hair like a purpley blue like weeks ago. And I've just been putting it off. And yesterday, I'd had enough. It was beginning of like week 10. This is week 10. Week 10. quarantine for me so I decided I need blue hair so my first phase was to bleach and tone it which I did I'm not keeping it this way it looks horrible I have yellow hair um and if I were to keep it blonde I would have to probably bleach it again and tone it again I really don't want my hair to fall out (laughs) so today I am to the point of no return I have to dye my fucking hair blue and I'm terrified um I had kind of have bleachers remorse this morning, <laughs> so I actually had a little temper tantrum when I woke up and was brushing my hair. I had to look in the mirror and see me with yellow hair. I'm like, fuck, what did I do? So I'm going <laughs> to finish putting this together, and then my first project today, other than podcast stuff, is fix my hair (laughs) so wish me luck I will post pictures everybody's been wanting pictures of this evolution I have got I've been recording it so I this is gonna go 
Oh god, this is going up on YouTube. So once I'm all finished, I'll edit the video and it's gonna go on YouTube from start to finish, how I did it, and how bad, how very bad I feel right now. Um, hopefully it turns out okay. So anyway, um, class in the WW Coven is going so well. I'm having such a fun time and I just wanted to shout out to all the Patreon members that are participating. I really appreciate this. This is so fun for me. Um, and I hope you guys are enjoying it too. We had a little gallery reading, like I tried to do like a online, like through live, uh, Facebook live. I did a little, little reading for him last night, um, after we discussed the topic from last week's. Uh, lessons and everything and I don't know I'm just having a great time and I just had to throw that out there that I appreciate you all so so very much um if you want to join the coven go to my website witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven um what else oh the um candle subscription and the like it's a can a monthly candle subscription I'm going to do like spells like I'll put together like a I have candles uh, oils crystals, things like that. I'm going to put together with a spell and get, get that every month. That is going well. Um, I have the links for that in the show notes and it's in our Witchy Woman podcast, um, or the Witchy Woman friends group. What else? Oh, and the spirit messages. So, uh, I've got a deal where if you want to do like a mini monthly reading, um, like a 20 minute thing, uh, I have a spirit messages club too. And there's a link for that in the group and in the show notes. Okay, so I've rambled on long enough. Um, I, You guys are going to love this so much because these two are hilarious and funny and smart. And they just have so much to offer to this community. So I appreciate them so very much. I cannot wait to do this and have all of them. Oh, I also want to like apologize to David and Siren because I fucking rambled on so much. I listened to this and I'm like, Jesus, shut your mouth, Danae. Anywho, I was so, okay, so they're like the cool kids because, I don't know, I just feel like they're like the cool kids and I am like the old fart who just wants to be cool. So <laughs> I feel like I was seriously so nervous to do this interview because I'm like, oh my God, what if they think I'm lame? What if I say some shit I'm not supposed to say? What if I, you know, offend someone? I'm always that way before an interview. But this one was like way worse because I have no filter for the most part. So I just say things and I was so worried that they're like gonna do this interview with me and be like she is freaking lame and never want to do another interview with me again <laughs> um so thank you guys for putting up with this super chatty very insecure gemini <laughs> um i can only imagine what you guys were talking about when you got off that call <laughs> Um, so anyway, I just had to throw that out there. I was so fucking insecure and, like, nervous of this interview because I, I want you guys to like me. <laughs> so, anyway, that's Danae being an insecure turd. So, anyway. Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling and get on to the interview. <laughs> so anyway, I... I, I love all witchy anything. I don't care if it's shitty or not. I'll still watch it. Yeah, yeah, same. same, same. I do. I don't, even if it's just to dissect it and bitch at it, I will watch it. And I actually yeah. kind of been enjoying 
I'm enjoying watching Fort Salem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am. Do you guys like it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I, first of all, love the characters. I kind of, I don't know, it's, it kind of was cliche because it, I was like, oh, there's three of them. It's charmed. Like, <laughs> like at first I was like, oh, there's mm -hmm. three. But I actually really kind of like it. I like the fact that I was in the military, so I kind of, I don't know, I'm identifying with like that yeah. cool, like, I don't know. I always, because I am a 40-year-old, 12-year-old, I always thought it'd be cool <laughs> to have a witch army, and I still think that would be super cool. So watching this is like living out my own fantasy. Like, this would be so I feel cool. that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Feel it that. feels empowering, but first thing, first episode, or the first thing I noticed when I, when we started watching it, is there are no males at first. Mm -hmm. Just none. So I'm like, okay, how are they going to play this? And then when they came and the males showed up for Beltane, I thought, how do I want to word it nicely? I thought it was kind of um, sexist that the males were just a toy. <laughs> to leave yeah to like we were just talking about how like i mean we still kind of like i don't really know what's going on with the men like can they do project? like we don't know i really. don't know it kind of like my first impression when they in introduced them i was like okay so they're bringing him in like sex toys that's what it felt like, mm -hmm. like sex toys yeah and i thought okay well they do it to women all the time on tv so i, I guess it's normal but my first like when I first started watching it, that's kind of, I started kind of feeling that, like, are they going to make the men, like, beneath women? And I don't like that, because for me, witchcraft is about everybody being on the same playing field, yeah. no matter what. And so, like, I've been having baby witches, and I hate that word, baby witch, but I don't know what else to do. It's like newer witches or newer pagans um, emailing me or messaging me on social media, because they're watching it too. And they're like, is this how it really is? Like, are males not as good as females in this? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just TV. But well, I mean, it depends on the circle you're in. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yes. Not in this one. <laughs> no, not in this one. No, I kind of, it got, I don't know. It kind of irritated me. That was my main bitch about it at first for so far is that I don't feel like I feel like they're setting the women up to be like in charge and the men are just toys. I also felt that way, but then there is that scene where like the, the council of witches or witch leaders are mm -hmm. inconvenient. I'm like, wait, why are there men here? What's going on? Wait, are men a part of this? Like what, is there equal footing or yeah. are they just like figureheads? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't know. Like there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot still to be revealed and there's a lot of politics to talk about here yes. definitely um but it is like it's an interesting gender reversal i guess it is. so it's interesting to watch from that perspective but i don't love that it's being associated with witchcraft i don't either we have enough bad things associated with or bad mm -hmm. misconceptions about our community we don't need any more <laughs> especially the gender politics going on in our yes. community Oh my yes. God! Yes. yes. Yes, and I am. I'm all for female empowerment. Oh God, yeah. I self-describe as a proud feminazi, and I always yeah. will. But I don't want to do that by like putting men down. I don't want to reverse the narrative. I want to change the narrative. Yes, we don't need to smash anyone down to build ourselves up. Exactly. 
So that that was my first bitch about it. I loved that. Okay, so I loved in part of it, part of this, I liked the lesbian relationship. But I really, I really, I was like, oh, yay, they're going to do that. But then when Beltane came around and they, like, it was like she was excluded from Beltane because she was lesbian. And the other guy, like, they, they didn't really get to partake in that part because of their sexual preference. So when I was watching that, I'm like, well, do there, are there no other, you know, lesbians out there in witchy world or why did they leave that out why did they have to exclude them i guess from all of the sex fun because hey beltane so we actually had a completely different interpretation of that <laughs> okay um we we both love that scene and again we were just talking about it um it felt really real to me and so like okay so it's not great that gay people get excluded from those kinds of rituals yeah. but at same time that scene was so super familiar to me I've lived that scene Aww. so to me it was like it was like that queer family that queer chosen family love yeah. okay. that and I felt like they were saying like this kind of love is just as much a part of what Beltane means oh my gosh yeah That's how That's I a great way to look at it I mean I, I hate that people have to feel excluded but I like that it was like but so. There are there are nights that I have spent judging straight people with lesbians that were way more fun than sex could ever be. <gasps> this is true. You know what I'm this is that's true. how I spent prom. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I don't even remember some of my proms. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I just look bad. <laughs> um, I the girl. So, yeah. Oh, honey. So I'm confused about a lot of it because they have no backstory on any, uh, most of it. It's like we have to look at it and just guess what's happening or what has happened. Do you guys feel that? I, yeah, I definitely feel like a lot of, a lot of important details have not been revealed yet. Well, I mean, which is okay because it's just on episode six but, and I don't know everything right away. Right. But from like an analytical standpoint, it makes our job a little harder or impossible yeah. to complete at this point. Well, yeah, true. I'm but I do think it's a great topic to cover because it's so current. And like you said, you're getting questions from people. Like, is this real? Yes. And, and I love that it happened during the, uh, the political climate that we currently have to live in. I think it's kind that of... That thing. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> I think it's kind of timely because, I don't know, I just, it's... I like feminism. I like the fact that they're pushing that like empowered female out there for young people because there's all ages that are going to watch this. Um, mm -hmm. I love that part because I feel like right now sometimes um, because of our, you know, I have people on that are going to listen that are probably not going to agree with me, but I don't like our current leadership and I don't like the fact that I feel threatened as a female. I don't feel safe with my rights. I don't feel like anyone that's not mainstream or quote unquote, like the nor standard American, if you're not that, then I don't feel like it's a safe place for us to be right now. So this show is showing us a not, it's not safe because of the, their current little climate they've got going on their whatever their government turmoil is, because we don't know yet, because they haven't told us. 
but they have the spree trying to disrupt the status quo. And I kind of like the way it's happening. It's interesting. Sit down. I have a pit bull that just wants it in my lap because he thinks it's a chihuahua. Sit down. You should show us. Oh my gosh. Oh. He, he would knock all of this down. <laughs> He's a big boy. So, so I don't know. That's kind of my, my take on how timely it is. I love that it's happening during this new witch revival. It feels like my childhood Absolutely. all over again. I feel like, you know, I grew up with Charmed and The Craft and all of that. And uh, what was my, the, to write a silver broomstick? I remember reading that one. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, but that's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel nostalgic. I want to like break out my, like, all my clothes from that era even it just feels well girl you, you <laughs> right I want, to wear, <laughs> I want to wear camisoles and blazers again i miss that <laughs> so anyway i i don't know what do you guys what do you guys hate about it first let's let's give me what do you guys hate about the show oh so i have i got a lot you got a lot you have, i got a lot i got a lot okay um so I, I mean, I, every time there's like witchcraft in media, I, I let myself enjoy it based on its fantastical qualities, but I also allow myself to criticize it by comparing it to actual witchcraft and mm -hmm. it up or when it like flies in the face, then like it bugs me. Um, so there are definitely some like sexist things going on. And the one that bugs me the most is the witch's mark. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. There's, I feel there's like oh so much sexism going on with that. There so, is. like, so like the they you know they get it from like the the old myth of like any blemish on a woman is a yeah. mark of the devil, and that's mm -hmm. like body shaming to the extreme. It where is. like I don't like your mole sister, so mm -hmm. we should kill you. Right. And and in this show they've turned it into well it's a, it's a mark of the witch. It's a mark of power. But the fact that it changes and gets better yeah. after you have sex, it's I think weird. is a really sexist because oh, yeah. and virginity is only a value for women. It's not something that's honored in men. It's something that's ridiculed and shamed in men. Oh, absolutely. It's not really the direction they're taking it in, but just the idea that having sex fundamentally changes you. It is. I think it has a lot of damaging connotations. Yeah. Nope. I can totally. I didn't even think about that. That's why I wanted I why I wanted you guys on this because I knew I was just like enjoying it, reliving my childhood, and I knew you guys were picking it apart like crazy. So I mean I'm doing I'm doing both of those things. You do both, yeah. There's there's a lot to celebrate about it though. Like yeah. for one, just like the archetype of like the woman as the warrior. I which is so beautiful and so wonderful. The fact that women are the ones who are the protectors of the realm and they are the ones responsible for keeping everybody safe and and they're respected for it and celebrated for it. And they're not shamed for their strength and power. Like that is just such a wonderful thing. But then again, it just all brought back to sex again though. Oh, oh yeah, just, it is. Uh, uh, well, and there are ways this show celebrates sexuality that I think is a very sex positive, healthy way. Yeah. I, so I just, The Witch's Mark, it's not one of them. <laughs> no, I, I don't agree either. And it also is that exclusionary, that exclusion thing. Like you're not a real witch until you have if you're not this, this, or that. Like, I remember head. being Exactly. Told. Well, and they, yeah, they do really treat Tally that way. Yes. So it's not, like, super overt, but they do kind of make fun of her. Yes. 
and then she's yeah. to show off the mark after she has sex. And the mm -hmm. fact that around that character in particular, because she's this naive, virginal girl, and she has a very naive view of the world in general, and then she's fundamentally changed by specifically getting dicked by a dude. Right. <laughs> that's how they're. That's how they're framing that aspect of witchcraft. Yeah. right now i don't that yeah i don't like that at all that's it, problematic it is it's like if you're you're less than she was less than until she had sex mm -hmm. and you know you know we hear that again we hear that narrative reversed a lot oh you yeah than after you've had sex allegedly but again reversing the narrative doesn't make it i think better no in this case either like we we need to say that you're Whatever you're doing with your sexuality is okay for you. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. that's the message we should be getting. Yes. I did, like, so the freaky Gemini in me loved the fact that everybody was just having this big gets it on party. Like, that part of it, that part of me <laughs> was like, yes, that is awesome. Like, everybody at the same time. I do think that sex has a, a place. And it's my practice anyway. It's not for everybody. But I feel like it does have a place in at least my practice. So I feel like during certain times of the moon, I feel like if you want some manifestation things, like that's how I will channel because I am a sexual being. And um, I don't know how everybody feels about that, but I do use that in my practice on holidays, full moons, things like that. Um, I think it's very powerful. Regardless if you're married or not married or whatever, I just, I think that it has a place in my practice and that it's okay if it's not, in, if it's not in someone else's, it's okay. It's like, okay either way. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I don't want anybody to think that this show means that that's the way it is because I'm getting questions mm -hmm. like that. Like, oh my God, do you guys have a big orgy on Beltane? I'm like, well, not here. Um, so, but I'm teaching. Some people do. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. Yeah. <laughs> no Damn one will respond to my evites. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, social distancing. So. <laughs> so That's killed so many pagan orgies, really. A totally bumming. Yeah. No one has suffered as we have suffered. <laughs> I know. I'm so bummed. We were going to have, at the end of May, I was going to go to my first pagan festival. And I was so freaking excited. It was going to and do the whole thing. And then, oh, wow. Uh, That's exciting. Oh, yeah. You were telling me yeah. about that. Yeah. And then uh, Corona killed it. So I don't get to do that till this fall. Hopefully this fall. Hopefully. I'll go nuts if I can't get out of here by mm. fall. So probably <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Brittany. I will shave my head. <laughs> Hit somebody with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. So, so, yes. I, I didn't even think about the mark. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it's more stuff for me to like watch. I like that you have a very particular um, perspective on all of this. So I'm Well, just, thank you. Yes, I love it. So what else do you hate? Come on. Well, since we're talking about the hates, there was something okay. I wanted to bring up. Um, so I had this great professor in college. We didn't have a film studies major or minor, or else I probably would have taken it, but I took every film studies class that we had. So if there was a minor, I would have had it. <laughs> um, my, my favorite professor, Dr. Robert Pettit, if he's listening, I might send him a link directly. <laughs> just um, he, when he was doing my sociology of film class, he told us 
um, that first of all, you know, doing film studies will make you unbearable to watch films with. And it's true. <laughs> and it's true. Everybody hates me, Danae. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> but he said that it's important to analyze these things so that you're not buying into them, so you're not absorbing them unconsciously. And that doesn't mean that you can't still love it or enjoy it. In fact, it kind of makes it easier to love it or enjoy it, but you've just got to be conscious that you're not taking away any negative messages right. from it. So I definitely want to put that out there that that's the perspective I'm talking from. I do love and enjoy the show, but I am also going to pick it apart <laughs> of... And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. No, yeah. I love, I really, I like the idea of, and I can do it. I will watch the worst show ever and still go, I enjoyed that. As far Thanks. as like, what was that show you hated? My husband's right here. Oh, Midsummer. He hated it. He thought it was. Oh my work. God. It was so good. I, I, love I it. yeah, I enjoyed I also it. also hated it, but I was like, it. no, oh, no. What's happening? Oh, I don't yeah. want him to get up. Oh, gotcha. laptop off oh yeah. Sorry. Dog. Dog's I off. didn't hate it. It was just like completely out of it, my mindset, I guess. It's I way know. outside his comfort zone. Let's just say that. Like, I'm like the whole time, I'm like, oh, there's runes. I'm like, oh, that means that. And that means that. I'm like trying to decide. <laughs> it cool till it started like sacrificing. I didn't like the smashy like, scene. Well, that is when the vibe gets bad. Yeah. Smashy scene. When they take that guy's lungs out and all that. Yeah, that was really weird, weird too. Oh, your doggy's eating some, I don't know what he's eating. We have a puppy and he eats everything. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. I, I think it's weird if you watch that and you're comfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like that was the point of it. <laughs> yes, but I enjoyed it. I loved her revenge. I'm sorry. At the end, I'm like, yes, she is amazing. She was covered in flowers and some smudge. It was such an iconic oh, acting. That was so beautiful. That was amazing. Yes. Like, every person who's ever been cheated on really secretly or openly wants to be that girl. Yes. And yes, you want yes. to be in an outfit like that while you sentence the cheating bastard to death. Yes, I want to watch him while he's paralyzed and burned. Is that just too much to ask? Is that so wrong? Wearing yeah. a dead bear. If that's Wearing wrong, a dead bear. Right. Yeah. It, that, that part was kind of gross. That was messed up. <laughs> the whole time. So Brad and my daughter, who's 17, we were all watching it. And she was like, what in the hell is this shit? like you're making us watch this i'm like yes! I mean, yeah yeah i had that thought about 17 times yeah yes oh the whole time i'm like I, it's one of those things it's like watching a train wreck i couldn't help it I but it was it. riveting yeah it really was i'm like trying to figure it out and i'm i really was enjoying it but yeah i digress so did you ever watch um either of the old wicker man movies i haven't okay so like, i've only seen the nicholas cage one but it's one of my favorite movies and mm -hmm. i kind of knew Midsommar would be similar to it. Yeah. And so I, I already knew I was going to like it. Um, If you liked Midsommar, I you did. should definitely watch The Wicker Man. I haven't seen the original, but I hear it's really good too. I'm going to write it down because... But I the Nicolas Cage I one is very satisfying if you don't like Nicolas Cage. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, I yeah. think I have reached the end of the Netflix and the internet, so any suggestion for movies is fantastic. I have run out of creativity as far as looking shit up. So <laughs> the so the the mark what else? Right. I wanna I want I know what we're talking about. Yes. What else 
was on your hate it list or not like list? Um, so I want to bring up something that we love and hate, actually. Okay. And it's that the magic the comes from your voice. The what? That the magic comes from your voice. Oh, yes. I actually love that. I See, I love and hate it because that very concept is why I chose my name. Yeah. Byron, because I wanted it to say my voice is my power because mm -hmm. I'm like a loud bitch. So, yeah. so I, I love that in the show. I think it's really beautiful. I love any kind of fantasy thing that involves magic from singing. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But they frame it as like that's the only source of your power. So I'm like very involved in trying to lift up all sorts of minority communities right now. So what does that say to our deaf and mute witches? Yes, exactly. That concept. Yep. I wonder. It doesn't say anything good. Yeah, because so, so far we have not seen them do any like potions or spells with any mm -hmm. kind of. There is a little bit of like finger nonsense going. Yes. But there's always like a verbal thing going with that. Yeah, I like when she unlocks the door. She mm -hmm. like does this little yeah. digital thing or something. And I do love, I do love that. I do love all of this nonsense. But I have yet, like, I remember the last time I was watching was like texting my friend. And I'm like, when are they going to like pull out some like herbs and stuff and like make a spell? Or... Where are your crystals, witches? Yes. Can you be a crystal? You even know what the people want. Yes. I would like to see Because they want big ass rocks. They yeah. replaced the rocks with tuning forks. Yes, they did. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the tuning fork thing is super cool. Like, I just think it's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Yes. See, this is a perfect example of how film studies has made me a horrible person to be around, <laughs> which is like, I take this the, the sonic magic concept and mm -hmm. I'm like, now what are we saying to minorities? And everyone's like, Siren, shut up and enjoy the show. <laughs> but I can't. But it's the truth. <laughs> It's the truth. It's entertaining, but also it's excluding people. And yeah, it's not the best message to that that minority right. at all. And I yeah. like, and that's something that I've been thinking about because I had no idea that you could transcribe. This is how like I don't think about things. Um, I had no idea that you could trans transcribe your podcast so that it translates over so that the hearing impaired can do all I'm like that oh, that's very sense. cool I had no idea and somebody in one of my podcast groups was like who do you have transcribe your stuff I'm like that's a thing so that's something that I'm working on trying to figure out how to do that because it costs money to do that um to figure <laughs> out how to incorporate that so I can not leave people out mm -hmm. I mean I guess you could do it yourself but that would be a lot of work and you're already a lot of work. Holy crap, yeah. I don't think it, I, drive me. I, I do know like that certain programs will actually do that for you. And some of my really? clients, when we have Zoom meetings, there's also a transcription next to the screen that's like basically flowing mm. as they're talking. But I think it has to be like a pre recorded thing. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's. Well, I mean, all her stuff is pre recorded. I better know if it's like a separate function outside of a meeting. I can look. I have to find out. I think uh, I do know that that's a possibility. It's something that's got me thinking. I'm like, that's something that I really like to offer because I didn't know it was a thing, but now I know it's a thing. I just have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure I'll figure it out. Somebody will help me figure this. Somebody that's listening, <laughs> help me figure this out. <laughs> so, no, I didn't. I liked. I liked the sound. I liked the oh when they like all three get together and they like punch yeah. a hole in that in the 
oh, like I I stopped it and I re I backed it up and I watched it again because I was like badass. It's definitely beautiful and powerful. Yes, I, I think like, it really I love is. singing and I love music. Yes, I like so that. I can't. Wait it to sucks to make a complaint that. about it, but yeah, but it is. We are, <laughs> and that's okay. So but I think if it weren't stated so explicit though that like your yeah. voice is your power and cutting off your voice will make you powerless like if they just left that one line out then mm -hmm. you know there could yeah. have been like measure of doubt there yeah. but like they had to just cut it off entirely and, you know, like why is that distinction necessary because when you think about like a great show like the magicians mm -hmm. the, their hands are so cool yeah. and like i don't know to, to, to translate like magic from sign language or something like that mm -hmm would be amazing. So why remove the possibility of something that is inclusive and cool? Exactly. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next hate. Girl, what do I hate now? David, Alder. David, what do you talk about that shit? Sounds so excited about that. The hate okay, stuff. next hate. <laughs> <laughs> we both love and hate Alder because she's like this badass ancient witch but when you find out how she gets her youth it's just so I didn't like that at all really upsetting I have all these notes about the biddies because I was that episode was well, it made me sad really but yeah but it's sad so I think the biddies honestly that concept undermines actual witchcraft the most because Alder basically is sucking the youth and power away from these women who are just like her sacrificial pawns. Yes. That is exactly not how a high priestess needs to behave. Yes. It's how some of them do. Oh, 100%, yes. Go ahead and say it. It is how some of them do, but it's not what you should do. Yeah. Witchcraft should be about sister, brother, siblinghood. And yes. synergy. You know? And so, like, it's like that's perverted because they're all connected to her, but it's yeah. in a parasitic, parasitic way, yeah. not a parasitic way. Yes. No, I, I agree. That part sucks. Whoops, just want to knock my shit over. Yeah, I don't like that part. I don't like, like, it really made me sad when I realized that's how mm -hmm. she stays alive. And I have had experiences with, like, that kind of, a spiritual leader that literally just leeches and sucks mm -hmm. the life and the energy out of their students or their following and it is not a good place to be it's and I think we've all had experiences oh, like yeah. if you go through it you can acknowledge how wrong it is mm -hmm. but at the context of this show like what are the other what are the younger girls saying about the biddies and General Alder. Tally is like, the biddies should be glorified to make such yes. a sacrifice like that. That's so amazing. Yes. And so the fact that, that in this universe, like everybody kind of universally has a positive view of what's going on, that's pretty perverted. Especially yeah. when they're essentially chattel. They're basically vessels for power and nothing mm -hmm. else. Yeah, that's all they do. They just feed her. They're food. They're food, ugh. Their food. That's all, yeah. It was so cute when they were all like chittering and <laughs> yeah. basically doing the white lighteries yeah. when she would get pissed off. Yeah. I, I love when I get pissed off and David just kind of clicks at people. <laughs> 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 it's awesome. 
I mean, and you know, like when you're like being a bitch at that, that young girl who's being kind of a twerp and you're pissed at her and then like all your friends show up behind you and they're like, and also, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like that's cute. But, um, <laughs> Yes, I I did I did like that until I figured out what happened. Like I'm I was watching it, and that when the the young girl got chosen, I was I was just like, wait, wait, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't know if I like that so much, but I did not. I did pause it when that was happening because I felt like that was the same. Like I remember feeling, well, that feels awfully familiar. Like that whole concept. Mm -hmm. The concept, yes, definitely. That whole concept was very familiar. And it doesn't have to be, like, there are little leechers in every society and every little clique and everything. It doesn't have to be just witchcraft. There are people that suck the life out of you just to, you know, stay alive, to get forward or to climb mm -hmm. over your shoulders to get ahead. And I don't know if that's what they're trying to, I don't know if that's what they're, I don't know what their purpose for that is. Let's just, I don't know. I was trying to make, trying to think of some way to like, oh, maybe they're trying to shed light on something, but it's just gross. They're food. Yeah. They're so food. I actually have some more reasons I hate the biddies. Okay. I'm not done. Okay. I'm so not done. Okay. So in my, in my notes when I was watching it, I wrote General Alder is basically an incumbent senator. The, right? <laughs> so like she, she'll yes. never die and she'll yes. always be powerful because she's, sucking this away from she's basically mitch mcconnell she really is oh my god that needs to be a meme my phone is bitching, bitching. it's the stupid TikTok. i told it not to notify me but it doesn't care turn your damn volume off i did <laughs> so make like a meme with that with like her picture and his picture and make some kind of meme out of that because that's yeah. a perfect i need half a reason to make a meme girl yeah, you know I will. Please. You know I will. <laughs> By the way, sick Target Lady meme coming out tomorrow. Yeah. I know everyone's excited. Yay. <laughs> hey, it's the little things. Yeah. So, so General Alder is Mitch McConnell, and no matter how toxic she gets, like, we just can't get the hell out of office. She stays forever. And I don't even think that politicians that we like should have some kind of permanent office. Mm -mm. I don't think so either. Like she really does represent that how like how the older generations are still running the country despite of what the younger generations want. Exactly. So far as to say that political people on both sides are probably tired of people 60 years older than them representing them. Absolutely. They're no longer and it sounds Yeah. It might sound like kind of bitchy but they're no longer valid in that arena because honestly because life, life they're, has so, they're so detached from what we are living yes their reality is not the same as ours so yeah. i 100 percent agree with that they're just stuck in their traditions and everything is so restrictive and it's not something that you can grow on or create a foundation of it's just no. something to be bound by and be beholden to and yep. you have to act this way you have to do this exactly and yeah way to change or grow or evolve it's just stagnating yes. so i almost wonder if that's something that we might see further on in the show is like we don't know how long this free struggle has been going on right like are we going to discover that maybe because general alder has been doing the same things for 300 years that maybe that's why everything still sucks yeah. i don't know but that would actually be a kernel of truth oh totally i went with that 
It would. I, I, I agree. I think I kind of wondered about what we're going to find out about her. And because I think she has got skeletons. I think mm -hmm. that we're going to find out. I just have a feeling that she is going to end up revealing. I just feel like there's going to be some kind of reveal where she has done something fucking horrible. Just horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the like, finale is her being overthrown. You. That's what I think. Ooh, I, I just. Ooh, the biddies. <laughs> the biddies kick her ass. They yes. suck their, their youth yeah. back. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I just, I, I feel like she has got some kind of weird backstory or shitty backstory that we just don't know yet. Oh, probably. Definitely. They'll definitely get into it. They have to. I do yeah. want to say, because I'm ripping the bitch to shreds. <laughs> Whoever that actress is that plays her, it's fabulous. She's, yes. So good. She really She's is. So good. She is just like the ideal female army general. Yeah. I love her. I love that she, in spite of all this, you know, shit I'm talking, <laughs> she is this, like, interesting mesh of high priestess and army general, and whoever thought we would see a character like that. Right. You and know? I like that this, I loved Xena. Xena Warrior. I love Xena. <laughs> yes. And so... I started watching this and I'm like, oh, this feels so Xena-esque, like the whole female general mm. empowerment thing. I'm like, mm. well, that, they need to bring that show back. I well, I mean, there are definitely some crazy episodes of Xena, but I almost wouldn't want them to tarnish it. That's true. It's, oh. I and always, I, I love Every time I Gabrielle hits a bitch with that stick, oh. Yep. <laughs> I kept waiting, and I don't know, because I don't remember, I was young, I don't remember if I ever watched it, like, the end of the episodes or not, I don't even remember, I'm, I probably did, but it's been forever ago, I wanted them two to get together so bad. They, okay, so in the very last season, they did an episode where Xena and Gabrielle were in, like, modern times, and they were learning about themselves as a TV show, did you ever see that one? No. It was thick with lesbian innuendo. Was it? Just thick with it. I yeah. just wanted them to They never it. came right out and said it, but when I watched that episode, I was like, they are basically saying that, yeah, they're lesbians, but it's the 90s, so we can't talk. So we can't say about, yeah. And I, I, I remember watching when I was a kid, I was like, they should be together. They are meant to be together. Like, I was rooting for well, them. They are. Yes, yes. So, well, so, so you haven't seen the, the last episode of Xena? Mm-mm. Girl. Am I going to cry? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's really good. <laughs> good. Okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm not to catch. A, I was like writing down shows that I really want. I'm gonna rewatch Charmed for like the gazillionth time. And I, then we're gonna talk about that. Oh yes. Are you I am your resident Charmed expert. <laughs> I I I love Charmed. That's like one of my biggest influences growing up because there was Mine? nothing else on TV to reference it from other than like what was that one witches and. Uh, I remember, this is how old I am, uh, is it, but was that show with a Disney made bell knobs mm. and broomsticks? Yes, yes! That one, when I was little, I would ask, because 
oh man, so I'm really old. I would ask to, <laughs> to rent the DVD or the, the VHS from Blockbuster when we were Oh, such like, an old fashioned we, sentence. Can we please watch this, please, please? And all my family's like, Jesus Christ, not again. Like, <laughs> but I loved it. I thought that I'm like, I want to do that. I, I want to make things happen and levitate shit. And, Still kind of mad. I mean, yeah. who doesn't, girl? Right? We I, all tried it. Yeah. I just burn things on fire. It's really what I want. I wanted to, I wanted to like Prue Halliwell throw people around. Oh, you know, okay. That was the dream for me. So this is so bad. I'm the worst. Prue Halliwell, social distancing champion. Okay. Yes. <laughs> One little poof. So I'm the worst mom ever. My daughter loved Charm. I, I watched it growing up, so I'm like, let's watch Charm. She loves it. So she was little. I want to say seven or eight. And I was cooking, and she's all into Charmed. So she is all witches, everything. And I'm at the stove, and I accidentally got some water on my burner. It's like the flat kind, not the like coily kind. So anyway, there's some water sitting on top of a very hot burner, and I stuck my pot of water on it. And I noticed it moved because there's water underneath of it. So Maddie <laughs> comes around the corner and I go, and I know she was there and I'm like, and I did this and it moved <laughs> and she, she was like, oh, you never told me. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> I, I let her believe I was magic for a while. <laughs> so yeah, that's, she, she really was pissed off when she figured out that I couldn't actually do any of that stuff, but it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Probably not going to give me Mother of the Year award for that one, but it was entertaining for me. No, I'm taking notes. We have a niece to play these pranks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's right. I've, oh, you're still social distant. Have you been able to see her? No. Well, not in no, person. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Little tiny witch. It's so cute. Oh, she's the cutest. Mm-hmm. She really is. So, back to Motherland. So I'm still mad at the biddies. I got one more. Okay. Now, yeah, I was gonna say biddies. Where I'll move on to something else I'm mad about. Okay. Okay. So in witchcraft and in a lot of pagan communities, mm -hmm. age is revered. Okay. We're talking yes. the archetype of the crone, crone. which male or female or any other sex or gender, by the way talking about the archetype of the crone, mm -hmm. wisdom and experience, yes. and the biddies completely subvert that. Their it age diminishes them. It does. When they become older, they become, they step back and become props, batteries, whatever. Yeah. But the flip side of that, so when one of the biddies gets sick and is about to die, yeah. you see general alder physically, visibly age, and mm -hmm. this her weaker. Yeah. and makes her whole community weaker. But apparently when she ages, like the, the gardens and plants around the university start to die. Mm -hmm. So that's saying age is weakness. Yes. Getting older is weakness in magic. And that is so opposite. Absolutely. I feel like we should be viewing it. Oh yeah. No, and, and I, I wonder who, like I was gonna look that up and then I got distracted with bleaching my hair. But I was gonna look up who was writing this thing, and if there's anybody like an advisor, a pagan advisor, or a witchcraft advisor doing that sort of thing, like some. I kind of doubt it. And that's so why I'm like, 
I, I really don't think so because of all those things like that. Like the, mm-hmm. it's very important for a lot of, in witchcraft culture, the, the crone. Yeah. That, or just evolving in, in general. Like it's not like you go from mother maiden crone and go, you know, strong, weak, dead. Like that's not how it works for us. It's yeah. We ascend, we get better with age because we have more. Well, and it's powers. different powers. Too. Yes. Yes. So I, I don't know. That's why I but it's almost like they're contradicting themselves because the fact that she's in charge is sort of based on the fact that she's 300 years old, but yet she, she can't actually be old or that's a weakness, but she has to be old. What are you saying? You know? Yeah. They're kind of all over the place. Yeah. With a lot of this stuff. I'm enjoying this. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I have to pause and go, well, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to reiterate that we can still enjoy this. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely, but we want to make sure that we're not absorbing these negative yeah. types they're putting out. We want to make sure that we're challenging in front of challenging them in front of newer witches. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Who could be absorbing this stuff? I would definitely not want anyone listening to this show or watching Fort Salem to take it as your instruction manual. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just and now I am speaking from the experience of once upon a time being eleven and taking the craft as my instruction manual. Yep. <laughs> Anybody else do that kind of bonkers shit? Yep. I tried to start things on fire by, you know, staring at a candle for, I mean, it wasn't, it was harmless, but I'm like, I'm gonna stare at this candle and try to start your on fire. That's what I did when I was little. Yeah. We all did that. I'm still mad. I can't, my husband's laughing. I'm still mad. Like, I want to start things on fire. One day. You just gotta get real old. I'll be super freaking old, but I can start things on fire. I believe in you. All right, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. When you figure it out, you got to do a podcast about it. Um, yes. If I can figure out a Ancient wise on- one, teach us thy ways. <laughs> if if I can start things on fire, this town better watch out. Ooh, girl. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Girl. Yep. So, okay. Biddies, is that all of the bad biddy? I think stuff? I think I checked off all my bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I think I mostly covered all the stuff I hate. Oh, except for like one more thing. This is well, I don't know exactly how minor it is. So I love that our three main characters are like very different and they really make up like a triad of strength and weaknesses. I think that's great. But like the the young women rivaling with each other and witches rivaling with each other, I just think it's so tired. And like what a, what a cliche trope to put in a show that's like one of the most female empowerment shows like out there ever like these yeah. women are all badass and they have authority and they're respected mm-hmm. in the country and they're powerful and yet they have to like fight over stupid shit <laughs> used to like high school nonsense high school yes. drama. like yes. my mom, my mom hates your mom and so that's right. why i hate you and like my fam trad's better than your fam trad and that's why i hate you like yeah. get the fuck over it mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't like that the one girl, I know it's like normal, like it's just how it happens in life, but like the one, what's her name? Abigail. Her mom and her, like they're all rich bitches. They're, you know, high society, whatever. And so they're better all just by association. Like she's like, I want to talk to the war college, 
know, she wanted to talk and get an interview so she could, you know, maybe get into this war college and she finds out that it really doesn't freaking matter. Nothing. It's not based on her merit. It's based on her lineage. And I don't know, kind of rubbed me wrong because I get one. Well, that's real life though. It is real life. One of the most questions I've been getting about this show is if I'm not hereditary, can I be a witch? And they're getting this from that. They're saying, they're like, well, and they're not taking it, they're not like, well, because the show says, but it's making them ask questions like that. Like, okay, well, I don't have a long lineage of witches or pagans or anything like that in my history. So, and look, does that mean I'm not or can't claim that word? And of course, you know, I say fuck no, you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not a thing. But it is making them ask that. Like, well, I'm not part of a coven. Does that make me not a witch? I don't have you know, people back in England that are, that used to be witches, or I don't follow this specific line, and that irritates me. Like, I didn't think about it until I started Agreed. Getting, Agreed. Started I didn't even think about reading the show for that. Yeah. Shit, now I'm mad about that. Now you're mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But that's the one thing, like, I didn't think about it until I started getting messages about it. Like, you know, hey, I really like the show, but I noticed I am, you know, only been doing this for like a couple months and it got me thinking, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and I always tell them, no. And there are, uh, and I have come in contact with plenty of them that, you know, hereditary witch is the only witch and y'all are fakers and that kind of thing. And that, that triggered. You really felt that secure in it. You wouldn't need to broadcast that. Amen. One, there's no need to flaunt your lineage. And two, don't be a bitch. Yeah, get out of here with your more arcane than thou nonsense. Yeah. Back up. So what I would want to say to all your listeners is the only thing that can make you not a witch is if you decide that you're not a witch. Absolutely. 100%. Only you. Yes. And decide whether or not you are a witch. Yes. That is a very, it's a, it's a personal, it's a word you can claim for you. No one else. It's just you. And that's the, my favorite thing about this path is that I'm not doing this for my family or for a congregation or for penance because I was a bad little girl, you know, and I need to do good things now or whatever. I like that this path is mine. It is mine and it's whatever the hell I want it to be. And I really, really like that. And I know that some that follow a more there's a zillion different branches of us, you know, different flavors of witchcraft and paganism, but I like that most generally it's, it's for you. It's all about self-empowerment and community. And for me, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Well said, so girl. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> so bam. Hooray. <laughs> my husband's just like, so so yes so anyway well there are two things that i want to say about that to me Mm -hmm. first one is that i am fairly certain that you probably were a bad little girl i was in the past yes yes yeah that's that's not like it's yeah and um i just think that the very act of deciding to call yourself a witch is so empowering And that once you reach that step, that whatever anybody else decides to call you or tell you about yourself is powerless in comparison to what you've already decided. Yes. 
because first and foremost, you claim that identity. Anything else he tries to throw at you, it's like, uh, nah. Yeah. Bye. No. Bye. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> it just like deflects off of you. And I, I don't know, I've always been the weirdo. I've been the weirdo since high school. So when I finally decided to outwardly just claim what I, what I am or who I believe myself to be, it was like, I didn't give a shit. They can call me a weirdo or a wackadoo or crazy ass, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. And I love that about this. Like, that's just, that's what I want to give to other people. Like that is for me, like when it, we have a, a coven group and, in our, in the podcast, and that's the one thing I'm trying to help them with. Like I want to give them empowerment to empower themselves. That makes any difference or sense. That's what witchcraft is all about. Yes. And that, that's like my main, like I have, cause I'm a list person. Um, that's like, I have lists for all of my goals of what I want out of things. And my podcast group is empowerment, self-empowerment. So yeah, that's, that's my spiel. I'll get off my soapbox now. No, that's what you're doing, honey. But anyway, but that, that's self-empowerment. Like I, I, I think that there's not a lot of different paths you can take spiritually or practice wise. I mean, even if you don't, like I have people in our group that are like secular. So they don't involve any kind of deity or anything like that in their practice, but it's still for them. It's totally about self-empowerment. The magic comes from them um, and it's no different. So it doesn't matter if you are a pagan or monotheistic or polytheistic. I think that you get the same empowerment from this path, no matter what, how you do it, no matter what flavor you season it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's still magic. Exactly. Still magic. It's still you, and that's, it's all us, and I kind of like that they haven't used stuff. Um, yeah, they had that cool bullet the thing, scourge. which I totally loved. I love that. Well, story. everybody wants to whip a bitch. Just I kind of do, yes. At least once. I yeah. really do, but I do like the fact, like, I, I that they don't need all their ingredients. They don't need stuff. They don't need, I love to see ingredients. I love herbs and crystals. Like, I am an herb and crystal person that's i that's mostly what i use so you are talking to herb and crystal right here Perfect. That, Perfect. that did kind of <laughs> just make us sound like drug addicts i really <laughs> not think that one through at all did not yeah yeah but i'm not gonna backtrack now no just go with it that's our new two witch show all right yeah no but herb i do and like crystal. what's our spinoff doing drugs to witchcraft you could have your own new tiktok like account just named that it, and it's just me smoking crystal meth yeah uh-huh yeah well that'll be for the gay community mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a good example mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> It'd be great for my hair too um, yes God, i kind of look like that's what i've been doing it's a little dry now <laughs> if it if it makes you feel better the quality of picture that we're working with it looks pretty good oh perfect yay then it's yeah. fine <laughs> And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what is going on in real life as long as you look good on the internet. I'm fine. Yes. As, as long as you have one of these little light rings so that you look okay. Like if I turn this off, I turn, I turn bad. It's not good. We got to get a light ring, girl. We do. Behind the times. Seriously. Amateurs over here. Finally got one. I'm like, oh, I was watching. I do not re-listen to any of my episodes and I do not like watching any of my videos. So... But one day, somebody was like, you said something in a video. So I was like, looking at it again, I did not have a light ring. I was like, oh. 
<laughs> and I had to ask my daughter, who is like the selfie queen, she's 17, she's like, you can hit a light ring. I'm like, oh, okay. And it does, it works a lot better. <laughs> so yeah, get a light ring. Yeah, our, our gay roommate's gay boyfriend told us to get a light ring and I was basically just sort of like, shut up, Corey. But <laughs> it seems like a good idea now. It really, it helps. It, I like it. And it actually, like, I have really bad lighting in here because it's an old house. We all have yellow light bulbs. So then when I was going online and doing videos for like the coven and stuff, it just looked like I had jaundice. Like it, I had like oh. yellow skin. It was not good. There is that one video where we are really orange. <laughs> are so orange in the altar video, girl. That was just my spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, spray tan's okay. <laughs> that was that was a conscious decision. Uh, it happens. I don't do those anymore because I end up getting all spotty and then I look like I don't know, but I have I get spotty. So girl, you do not need to fix this. That's fine. Well, thank you. No, I, I'm porcelain white. I get if I go out in the sun, I get red. Like I like walk out there and I just turn red. So <laughs> hmm? What's a graveyard tan? Oh, he says I have a graveyard tan, wherever the hell that is. That's cute. Whatever that is. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Graveyard chic. Yeah. yeah. I have a graveyard tan. Perfect. Yeah. So You're glowing for the dead. Exactly. <laughs> it's what I do. Perfect. Okay. So biddies. Cool. Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, we kind of ripped it to shreds a bit. Do we want to go back and like talk about like the positive thing? Yes, let's talk about some happy let's end, let's end on a high note, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Okay, so what do you love the most? About the show in general, like the- Lesbians, yep. That, nail, head, hit, <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> I love that in this, female-centered environment that the the only real romance that we're seeing is the lesbian one. Yes. yes. Again, something that really hasn't been done before, yeah. other than like in the L word. Have you watched, ooh, yeah. have you watched Lost Girl? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I love me some Lost Girl. Uh. I, okay, so I have not watched the, I, I have, I could have watched it months ago, but I have like three episodes left and I've just been leaving it unseen because I don't want it to end. Okay, but you have to like, realize that Kinsey comes back for the last episode. Oh. That reason. Okay, I'll come back for that. Yeah. The fact that, okay, the fact that Kinsey left season five for most oh, of it was an utter travesty. I cried. The best part of the show, I just don't know why you would do that to me, but whatever. I... The day that the episode where she was like in front of that cave thing and she was gonna, she basically sacrificed herself and died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was on the couch, my daughter was in her room and I'm like hiccup crying, <laughs> like <laughs> ugly crying. And she comes out, she's like, oh my God, what did Brad do? And I'm like, nothing, I'm just watching TV. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she walked back in her room. Yeah, but it was like, what kind of Joss Whedon bullshit is this? Why? Oh. The best character. I was yes, I love movies. Yeah, so I have. To, I'll. I will make myself. I just don't want it to end. 
so bad. You can always just rewatch it. I know. Oh, I will. That's what I, I did. I've rewatched it like three times. As soon as I ended it, I was like, well, first episode. Back again. I love, <laughs> I love that one because it makes bisexuality okay. Like it's something. The Lost Girl was very, very forward. For I that. liked that part. Like part every, every time my husband would come in the room, I'd be watching. He's like, what the hell are you watching? I'm like. Not only bisexuality, but also polyamory. Oh, absolutely. Yep, and there's not a That was revolutionary. It really was. It's not a show, like, I don't know of any show off the top of my head that involves all of that. And it all come off very, for the most part, pretty positive. Like, it did. And organically. It did. And I I really, it's one of of my favorites. I love that show. It's dirty, but I love it. (laughs) That's what I see. I think it was awesome because. Even though she's like a succubus and that's a thing and that has kind of a negative connotation. So off topic, but I'm just going to say Go for it. Yeah. The way that they portrayed Bo's sexuality as her power, I thought was perfect. I did too. It was very empowering. It was very about choice. Yes. Oh, and the fact that other people were not like rock and socking like Bo was with everybody was also just fine. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I really liked, I loved, there's not much I did not like about that show. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it was never a spectacle either. Like it was no. just completely accepted. Like, oh, yes. she's with a dude. Now she's with a girl. Now she's with two dudes and a girl. Yeah. Okay. So is she gay? Is she straight? What's yeah. going on? Like we didn't have to No, it's just no. like, like um, sex. It okay. just was, yes. I, I love Just like it. almost all of you watching. So shut up. Yes. Yes. That was my favorite part. I that's I loved that show because it was normal. Like you said, nobody had to guess. Nobody was asking who she was because of her sexuality. She just was both. But they did just want her to pick a side though. But she did yes, they did want her to pick a good side or a bad side. So. Evil or other evil, sort of like the upcoming election. Yes. I've decided we all should just live underground like hobbits. You know, have little hobbit houses that tunnel around. And we'll just wait until all of these, you know, fuckery in the country goes away. And then we can come back out. Kind of like, what, 13th District. <laughs> games. We, District 13. <laughs> and then we emerge to a barren wasteland. Hooray. Yeah, that'd be great. Start over, though. That'd be fun. Have a garden. Start over. Yeah, we could all, witches would take over because we can garden. It's true. The muggles, they can't garden. <laughs> Damn muggles. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we use the weird muggle in my house quite often because I have a muggle husband. Oh, that's sweet. But my my daughter, my daughter's kind of like she is a closet witch. She in her room right now, she's not here. In her room right now, you will find plants with crystals p- planted in the planters because that helps. I do that life. same shit. I know. See? I know. I'm like, you're a witch. She's like, no, I'm not. And then I found uh, my witchcraft books that she has been stealing and putting in her room. Like, it's slowly, like, I've never uh, involved her in my practice. She knows what I do. She knows what I am. Uh, It's open door if she wants to talk about it. But I noticed lately, and she also is a Christian, but I noticed she is taking some of my practice and involving it, like, little bits and little bits like involving that stuff in her life like crystals and herbs now she's like an essential oil freak she's like i'm really nervous and she's like looking around for a blend that she made and i'm like oh (laughs) that's beautiful it is it's kind of cool to watch her do it and i try not to point it out because she wants nothing more to 
than not to be like me. So, you know, because she's 17. So I tried oh, to, well, yeah. Like, yeah. She's sense. like, I don't want to be anything like you. Bleh. But the other day she was like sitting on there and she's like writing out her goals and stuff in her journal. And she's like, you know what I think I want long-term? And I'm like, what? And she's like, I think it'd be really cool to, you know, maybe write some books and have a podcast and, you know, maybe like have a little mini farm. And I'm like, like, that's, that's my life, dude. Now I didn't say anything. I was just like, okay, let her. Yeah. Cause if I, the moment I say it's icky, then she would not want to do it anymore. So anyway, back to motherland. Back to lesbians. Yes, back to lesbians. So yes, that is one of my favorite part about it because, and it was not, nobody cares. Nobody is like, what are you doing? That's bad. You know, nobody cares. She just is. And I, I did like that about, about that whole thing. So actually the, the sexuality just kind of got me thinking about something. Um, I was thinking about the Beltane dance. Yes. First of all, just aesthetically, visually was incredible. I like fully choreographed, like sort of like pop rock Beltane maypole dance. It was beautiful. I want to do that. It was like the best music video ever. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about, they, they call it the real, right? And they say the real knows the real will take you to yeah. heart desires. And so that was interesting to me because I'm thinking about it. That didn't really involve voices. It was about the magic of a dance. Yes. And I mean, that, that has historical significance, obviously, to like actual Beltane dances. But I wonder if like the showrunners stopped to think about the fact that they said the magic was only in your voice and then provided a magical dance with no singing. <laughs> this is true. Very true. And I am also all about the magic of dance, which you will not see on our YouTube channel because it is hideous, but it is magical to me. I think that should be your next video is... <laughs> How to incorporate really magic. magically. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> siren mimics within temptation videos. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> I love it. That would, you know how many views I would get? Probably under 200, <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> uh, so, what else? I had a train of thought and then I lost it because I've had too much coffee today. Um, so, you hated the biddies. I did. Yeah. You hated the biddies. Um, what? How do you feel about Scylla? Let's talk about Scylla. I don't know. So this is something else David and I were discussing before we started. So like, we're kind of like, what the hell is going on with the spree? Like, we know that they're basically like magical terrorists, but like, we only, we only really see them from the perspective of people in the military. Yes. But there's Scylla. So Scylla is one of the spree, and we have scenes that are from her perspective, where no one else yeah. is around. And yet, what are her motivations? Because I have no idea. I don't either. I'm very confused. Well, I mean, we know her, like, tragic backstory about how her parents were killed yes. in the military, and so I guess that's her motivation, but Probably. how does that inspire her to, like, attack innocent people, I guess? Like, how do we get there? And, and at the same like the the spree it seems like they're kind of coercing her because the only interaction that we have with Scylla and other spree she's not in a position of power and she yeah. is being controlled she's being essentially threatened. yeah she's being threatened her safety is being threatened yeah so that that like is she being coerced into it or did they take advantage of her like how is that going to play out 
Like, is, is there any sort of like altruistic reason, reason she's doing what she's doing? Or is that just what got her in and now she's a terrorist? Like, I mean, that happens sometimes. Yes, I, I'm very confused about that whole thing. I don't know why they're killing. So if they hate the military witches so bad, why are they killing humans? Why are they killing muggles? Yeah. Like that part had me, I'm like, okay, if you hate them so bad, then why are you just killing off muggles? Unless it's just- And these absolutely like brutal scenes. Terrible, like- Dude, they're horrible. That pool scene fucked me up. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I I don't understand that part of their motivation. I guess we'll probably find out why, but- And you know, it's another mystery yet to be revealed, definitely. Seems like the because the the witches are the main characters, the muggles are now objects to be acted on, and so yeah. the act on the people that the witches are supposed to be charged to protect, yeah. and that is how they're they're fighting them because they can't. Yeah. Gotcha. That's kind of mm-hmm. my take on it, which that is sort of disgusting and also very like realistic. Three are men, and yeah. they're going after the women who are married to the witches, and it's very much like that. Yeah. Like kind of how I saw it, it's sort yeah. of. Disgusting. That was awful. I did not like that scene. I did not like the scene when they walked in and she was dead in the bathtub. Like that really- Oh, that was graphic. It was very, I was like, oh, oh. Very graphic. Yes, and it was very sad. I didn't like that. I, mm-hmm. That made me really bummed. <laughs> but, but, but I, yeah. What else? Is there anything else? Oh, Scylla, I have like scrappy notes. So I did not like- that Scylla killed the boy. Like, when she killed- No, that was unlikable. (laughs) (laughs) When she killed the boy, I was like, because she seems like she almost wants to be quote unquote good, whatever, you know. Or redeemable at least. Yeah, she's got redeemable qualities and then she goes and kills the boy. But that was her point of no return. Yeah, it was, it was like her tipping point. For me, and probably for most viewers, there is a thing that like happens on TV. So we don't really know at this point if Scylla is going to be a returning main character. Like we don't know. Yeah. Um, but there's a thing that can happen on television shows that I don't care for where someone commits a horrible, unforgivable murderer and then enough episodes pass that it's like you can forgive it. Yeah. And I really hope they don't go there with her. Yeah. Because I hate when that happens. That is the entire reason I cannot stand the Vampire Diaries, because that is every single character. In <laughs> if you mute it, it's very enjoyable. <laughs> no, I didn't say I didn't enjoy the Vampire Diaries. I just thought I hate it. <laughs> Do hate it. Just mute it. It's fine. But it just seems like, I, I think she killed him just as a, a way to sort of protect her relationship, because he was going to out her, essentially. Oh, she, so... Yeah. So she she did that just to like sort of protect this this beautiful thing that she had in her life. So it's sort of like going to the extreme to protect something so beautiful. And because she was raised with the spree, I'm assuming that that's those are the only tools in her toolbox. She doesn't know how to act like a civilized human and talk through her issues. Right. Instead, murders a guy. Murder. Yeah. I like that person. But then in a world of witchcraft, like how forgivable is that when anything is possible? Like she could have sent him away. She could have compelled him to just leave. Right. Like what a blunt tool. Instead yeah. she compel him to kill himself. Yes. She could have just erased, like made him forget. I mean, if we're going to like pull out witchcraft things that are in movies, that happens, you know, I'm going to make him forget. Mm-hmm. Make him forget or something. And that could have solved it. But instead we have to jump off a building. So... 
So then, I mean, so the only logical thing would be for this moment to really inform who her character is and decide that she's that amoral monster. So if she becomes redeemable from this moment, I'm going to be fairly disgusted with that. Yes, yes. Because I'm fairly sure, I mean, she's already done this this much stuff. It makes me wonder what she, in the, I mean, I'm sure we'll learn, but like, what else has she done? Like, who, how many other people has she killed? What other parts, like, what is her role specifically like why why her why did they insert her specifically into that military academy so I, i'm excited to kind of learn about her she irritates the shit out of me sometimes but i really like watching <laughs> her development like um and like the last episode that i watched i i really like they were on the dance floor and you could tell you knew like that was the end like Mm -hmm. so they were dancing and she was basically just going okay well i'm not gonna do what the spree tell me to do but some shit's gonna happen you could tell she was like making peace with it in her mind and it made me kind of sad like i kind of teared up a little bit even though it was kind of hate on her that day so well and that's actually that's pretty compelling that we have this character who's fucked up royally in front of us and we still sort of care what happens to them and yes i think it's really com compelling for the way the actress who plays Riel. yes Yes. Ags. I find her so annoying, but so relatable. I, I don't know how many times, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I don't know how many times an episode, because I, I watch these by myself because no one else wants to watch them. So I watch them by myself when everybody's gone. And I'm like, I'll pause it. I'm like, she just irritates me. I have to get up, go get a coffee. <laughs> like, I need a drink. Like, like you irritate me so bad. Like, some of the things she does, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, why? Also, I have like, for me, the military is very black and white because I was there. And then when she doesn't like do the things she's supposed to do, it like gives me like a twitch in my eye. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. The lack of discipline for that doesn't really make sense to me. That's a disconnect in the show for me. Absolutely. Like that irritates me. I'm like, okay, they're supposed to be in military school and there's parts of it they're very strict about, well, you have to do this and have to do that. But she's just off freaking frolicking and levitating and <laughs> doing whatever the hell she wants to do. And I'm like, no, those are not the rules. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like that part. I think if they're going to make it be like a military school, make it be a little more realistic. And like mm -hmm. you said, the self-discipline, she seems to not have self-discipline and that irritates me. Like, I don't like that part of her character. Maybe she'll get some, I don't know. She needs some demerits. She needs, yes. Lay. Yeah. She needs to go march around in shitty boots for hours and hours and hours and see how she <laughs> That's what she needs. <laughs> or they had this thing, like, we used to like they they have a bunk like they have the three of them get their own little room which is would be nice if that's how it worked but we were in a room that was like bunk beds down one side down the other and there was like you know 40 females in one building like how did we not kill each other i don't know but that's the way it is and i don't know like i'm like while i'm watching this i'm kind of because i can't help it i'm picking apart the military part of it and i'm like that's just not that's not how no I don't like that part. That's, I wish they would do that part better. It would make it feel more, it would make their organization feel more structured and realistic to me. Even if it's total fantasy, <laughs> it would make it better for me. So this is definitely a read. If any showrunners are listening, it seems like we have a show about the military and about witchcraft and they don't have any knowledge or consultants about either the military or witchcraft. There's a little disconnect there. 
Bullshit. <laughs> yes, I'm fairly certain they have neither of those things. They have really pretty uniforms. I do like the, like, I like a snappy uniform, so I like I like to think that if witches were, had their own military, they would have cute uniforms, and they would have oh, yeah. big yeah. rooms, and, like, a big beautiful campus, and... It, would it, have like, all these rules. It would kind of be like <laughs> it would be like if it was my witch academy, there would be rules. Yes. It would be like Coven meets This girl knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Coven meets like Hogwarts, like somehow. Oh my god, I'm there for that. Write a fanfic. Yeah. Listeners, get on it. <laughs> Together. I think that would be awesome. So yeah. That's my dream. I want someday to have like my own home that has extra rooms in it and have like people come and learn and stay and it's like a like a witch hostel how cool would that be like where you witch witch bnb yeah where you could just come and hang out and like immerse yourself in that person's practice and then go to the broomstick shut up i love it i love it i love it it's perfect i love that no i i think that'd be so cool you have like a whole network of them and because not all of us, most of us practice differently, even if you're in the same coven, we have different little things that you do. So it'd be cool to like- oh, that's for sure. Yeah, like go to my house and do a ritual and hang out and learn what I know, and then go to somebody else's house and stay for like a week and learn what they know. How cool would that, I would totally be down with that. I would be trying- I'm vibing with this. Yes. Like you, yeah, I just, I gotta make it happen. I don't know how yet, but I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, we need money. Oh yeah, money, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have a chihuahua that never shuts up. <laughs> Down, Cujo. Bad. They all want fed again, because I will feed them. Girl, same. Yeah, yeah. They were like, get <laughs> out of me. <laughs> Wet. They will, I will feed them, and then they're like, they'll go to him and be like, we haven't been fed. We really need fed. Mm-hmm. Just no. Yeah, I do that, but I will feed myself, and then I will go to my wife, and I will be like, Zephy, I haven't been fed, and I need you to get the Taco Bell. No, I will stay here. <laughs> uh, oh, man, I miss, <laughs> I miss fast food. <laughs> I'm done i am tired of cooking like i know that's my role in this whole family like that's part of what i do to help support the family is cooking but i am so freaking over it i'm over like he knows and now he just says it for fun he'll go what's for supper what are we having for supper and i'm like Ugh. i get like a twitch in my eye perfectly clear. murderous gleam tell him you're gonna make the hunter's pie from true blood exactly I didn't give you the role to do that. It's just because COVID. I know. He's very, <laughs> and he does. He cooks a lot. He's very, like, progressive as far as, like, our family and the roles we have, especially compared to other people around here. He cooks a lot, and he's such a good cook. I cannot cook meat like he can cook meat. I can cook fish and chicken pretty well, but red meat, he's, like, the master. <laughs> Now we'll just let him continue playing to his strengths then. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. 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 Just let him keep doing it. Oh, yes. Yeah, he cooked tonight. You're really yeah. doing this for him. Yeah, for him. For his growth yeah, and better. For his growth. Yeah. He, yes. It's good for You're him. You're such a supportive wife letting You're your husband cook. You're so supportive. Oh, my God. I really am. <laughs> Life of the year. Like, bye. <laughs> 
I said, okay, so I watched so many of your videos in a row that I started doing that. <laughs> and I was doing, my daughter's like, she went, she left and I'm like, bye. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And then she's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even realize I said it. And she was like, what have you been watching? <laughs> That's just how people talk to each other. So, yes. So now I say that every once in a while, especially if to him. I say it to him all the time now. But, yeah. You guys are rubbing off on me. That's the goal. It's a good thing. Yes. It's a good thing. I love your videos. Absolutely love your videos. Ooh, ooh. Did that one come out? When does your next one come out? <laughs> um. <laughs> I love that. Oh. oh, well, we filmed it yesterday. I have not even looked at the footage yet. Um, we went in a week. Yay! Holy. I'm excited. I watch them on my TV. I don't watch on my computer. I like get on and I like watch you guys in full HD. Or faces must be gigantic and bloated and horrible. <laughs> I bet. I bet that my my early makeup does not look good in big. <laughs> you guys look great. That's good. No, I love watching you guys' videos. I've been trying to share them and show them people because you guys give a very unique perspective that I have not found anywhere else. So, oh, well, bless you, darling. Thank you. So, I've been sharing the shit out of your stuff and sending like messages like, you guys check this out. So, thank you. You cool. love that about you. I share. I share things I like. I share. <laughs> so, no, there needs to be more of this. I want to have a whole other episode with you guys and terms. So I did not have fun. terms of like sexual preferences and labels in that, in that community, because that's something I am 40 and I did not grow up in a time where that was okay. I literally got told, I remember we were in health class and I was a freshman in high school and our teacher told us that if you end up gay, you will get AIDS. And he said, there are 10 of you in this room, two of you will get AIDS. And if you are gay, you're gonna get it for sure. And I remember going, I remember coming home to my mom and I'm like, what, what is, like I had questions. I had so many questions. So I was asking her these things. And so that's the era that I grew up in. And a lot of my peers that are in the witchcraft community had the same experience. So we did not have a great experience learning about any of that and I have a disconnect because I have not really been a part of that community because I'm not I'm in, out here I don't try to think of anybody that I know in the like a 50 mile radius that would be oh yeah okay so I know two people I know two people and they live an hour and a half away and I just finally got I got to connect with them but I think it would be a good episode because there is a lot in our community like when I try to talk to people, terminology is a big thing. Like for me, we just did a class in the coven about witch and pagan, that kind of our community's terminology. Mm -hmm. I am not, because I'm a witch, I am not have to be Wiccan. I don't have to be pagan if I'm a witch either. And I think we did a whole class on that and people were like, they were, they loved it because they didn't, they don't have that I don't know. A lot of us don't grow up in a coven or in around this community. Mm -hmm. so we don't have that, especially my age, because we're older. <laughs> so we had, we had a really good conversation about that. And the, and I talked to you, Siren, about it, about having, 
I don't know all of the different things. I just learned all of the terms from your flags, like those cool memes that you did with the witch hats. Girl, I learned most of those. Like, well, like at least 10 or 15 of them, I learned as I was making them. Yeah. Suggestions from our followers. That is, I learned a ton. A one, it was an amazing experience. I learned like a little bit to like, I mean, I've always fancied myself a little bit of a queer activist, but like <laughs> on the internet and suddenly have a following and be learning terms for new gender identities. And I was like, I am clearly not as in it as I thought I was. Right. But I know right now that I want to be in it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I would like, that's one thing I did not know. We had uh, like a, I think there's a community uh, organization in the town like two hours from us. And they do a, a, a LGBTQ parade. I'm not this year because of, you know, social distancing and all that. Damn but, you, COVID. Yeah, damn COVID. But I just Freaking learned Rona. About, Yeah, I just learned about this organization and it's here in the panhandle of Nebraska, which is like, okay. I live in a town of 300 people and there are nine churches. Nine churches. I don't even know where Nebraska is. <sighs> Just throw a dart in the middle of the US, that's where we are. Yeah. It's like. It's awful. It's awful. Like in the middle and toward the front. Throw a dart and hit the middle and that's us. But we, it's literally like, I came out as, you know, the village witch and I, they hate me here. That is so um, awesome, by the way. Let me just tell you that. Punk that rock. Freaking amazing. One day, <laughs> I'm going to be that bitch. Well, I'm that bitch. They hate me um, a lot. And so I am not outwardly, like, I don't go and witness to them, like, you know, the Jehovah's that come to my door. I keep to myself. Heard the, the good news about the goddess. Yeah. Do you want to hear about my goddess? Um, but they don't, they don't, they still hate me because I had a witch shop because I have, I do what I do here in my house. They, it's, it's, yeah. So I've been outside staging, like doing, and they're like, what is she doing? I work, I, courthouse is right there across the street. So people are up in it, you know, all the time going back and forth and the sheriff's there and he hates me too. But yeah. So anyway, long story short, I also have not outwardly advertise that I'm bisexual either. My husband knows, my coven, my closest friends, but I'm not out, out. I don't, I don't even know how you would do that here. Like other than just post it on Facebook. Hey, guess what? Unless you wear like a t-shirt. Hello, I'm a bisexual. Me dubs. I'm, I'm a bisexual, ask me how. <laughs> yes. And you can too. <laughs> and you can do it too. I could put a little thing like reasons you can hate me and be like village wit. <laughs> There's not just one anymore. Yeah, I said two. You can choose. So choose one or two. So, I don't even know what you would do or what I could do, but I want to become involved in that community there. I know it's two hours away, but I was, and it's weird. Like I've never felt because I'm not a lesbian. I and I'm not straight. I am bisexual, and I don't ever feel like I have a place. But I would like to try. And I think this podcast would be a good platform to help educate in that community as well. So anytime- Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. Anytime you want to come on and tell us everything about how it is being 
in this community and living your lifestyle, how that has changed it or affected your witchcraft practice. I think that would be fantastic for people to hear their, your experience, because I know people that are in like are in our friend, witchy woman friends group. And they, they're like, well, I went to a group thing and you know, I'm the only gay dude here, or I'm the only lesbian. And it made me feel really bad or I didn't really connect. I, I want to be able to, I don't even know how to express it, but I want to shine a light on that a little bit like you guys are, but I would like to use the podcast to help, help do that. I love that. So if you guys want to help me out. I don't, I don't know about you, David. It'd be really awkward if you didn't agree with me, but um, I'm having <laughs> a blast talking with you right now. I would love to do this again. I Any, yeah. I would love to really have Jamie in on the next one. And yes. now how Zoom works, there's no reason we couldn't. She yeah. has a she can do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. As long as you got a computer, you could just, she'll just pop up. It'd be like Hollywood Squares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be nice. So yes, anytime you guys want to do that, I, I think that would be, I, I haven't formed like how I want to talk about it or what issues, but I know you guys probably have plenty of ideas that can, you can use this, use my, po- use my podcast as a platform. I can rant about being gay for as long as you need. Awesome. Perfect. I got you. Perfect. I got you. All he does. Yeah. <laughs> and like last year, I, I I learned the term non-binary and realized that that was me. And so now I can talk about that for even longer. Awesome. That is awesome. Blow up your shit with all my queer. <laughs> I love it. I think that would be great. I think a lot of our listeners would really appreciate it. And those that are not part of that community can at least be informed so mm-hmm. that you know the proper terms. Because I never want to, I never know. There's sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know what the proper way to address somebody is, what pronoun to use. And it's nice. A lot of the people that I know will at least just tell me up front, hey, this is what I want to be referred to as. This is my pronoun. And that's amazing because I don't want to offend anybody. I always feel like kind of tiptoeing around things. I don't want to offend anybody or make anybody feel less than. I wonder if, I think I could probably talk her into it. I wonder if my wife would be part of it. I've told you before, my wife is trans, mm-hmm. and she's also an agnostic witch. Oh, nice. So she's got a pretty unique That's a very unique flavor. I bet, I bet she would be fascinating on your show. That she would gets, be awesome. She gets in her head about talking to yeah. people sometimes, but once you get her going, you realize that she is a Gemini. She just sucks at it. And she can't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Gemini's unite. <laughs> That would be fantastic. I think that's a whole subject that I, I would like, like I said, use my podcast as a platform for you guys to tell all this good information and experiences you guys have. I have no reference from it. I mean, I grew up pretending that I was straight, knowing that I was bisexual. College, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's where the naughty stuff <laughs> But <laughs> But until then, and even then, I really wasn't part of any community. I just connected with others. Somehow, they, you just end up connecting with others that are like you. And that's how it happened for me. I mean, I, I did marry a dude, but, <laughs> but, but I could not make you any less bisexual, honey. Yes, but, but I could have most, like my, my daughter, she's like, if you and him ever get divorced, just marry a woman. Just, just marry a woman. You'd be way better off. <laughs> 
That's the advice I give to almost any woman. <laughs> He's like, every time, like, he and I have a tiff, or I'm like, does he not understand that? Like, how is he not understanding this concept that's coming out of my mouth? And she's like, seriously, like, if he kicks the bucket or you guys get divorced, just please marry a woman. Okay. <laughs> Always okay. good to have a silver lining like that. Yeah, like, that's my silver lining. Yes. So anyway, I, I think that would be great. Can't think of anything else about that show that irritated me. I don't like her haircut. <laughs> I love her hair. I How want to see her. I want. I don't want it braided. It always looks unkept. I want to see the bob. I want to see like her hair out. I don't know. That's really petty, but I don't like. I don't like, like her Beltane hair. That was kind of cute. Yes, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't like the messy braid. If it was all nice and neat. Maybe I would, but that's just me being a petty bitch. I, but she looks like a slob, so get out of here. Yeah, so I don't like it. Sorry. That's just so, me petty. I don't, I don't think we covered, which actually was kind of, I, like all three of us were in the same mindset on this, and I don't think we talked about it, um, about what it means for this kind of show to show up now. Because the thing that's so different about Fort Salem is that the witches are not the outcasts. Yes. Every other piece of media, even Charmed, no matter how powerful and awesome the Charmed ones were, the witchcraft was always a secret. The witchcraft was always an outcast thing. And I mean, they were like, they were traditionally attractive, like oh. white, skinny babes. And yeah. still witchcraft made them outcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that's always it is. And a lot of times witchcraft is a metaphor for being an outcast. But in yes. this case, it is not at all. And oh. I, can't think, I can't think of anything else like that right now. No. I can't think of anything. I, yeah, I can't think. Even movies, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, I got nothing. No, I really do like that. I think it's very timely. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. So not only is that unique, but it's showing up now when witchcraft is freaking hashtag trending. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> it really is. No, I, I like that. I think it's a great, I love this movement. I love it. I love that. I, I feel like people my age and even in your guys, we have lived through two witchcraft and pagan revivals. In the 90s, it was to me, you know, pop culture, it was a lot mm -hmm. there and then through the 2000s a little bit. But I remember that's the only way I learned about things was through TV a lot, you know, in the earlier days before I could sneak books in. Um, yeah. And, you know, and we're doing, it's happening again. I feel like there's been two re resurgences of this and it really excites me. Like, not because I want to go convert everybody, because I've been accused of that. But like, oh, you just want everybody to be witches. No, I don't. I just think it's empowering. And I just want everyone to be empowered. Yes. I just want everybody to be happy. And I want all yeah. these people that are, because I have, I, I, my heart like hurts for these people that text me, they're listening to my show and they're like, I wish I could come out. I wish that I could just use the word witch. I wish that I could go outside and bathe in the moon, even if it's with clothes on. Like, I don't want to be, I, my husband would, you know, disown me, my mother, my father, whatever. Like, it like breaks, like legit breaks my heart when they text me and I don't, I want them to be able to feel this empowered about who they are, whatever it is, whether you're gay or lesbian or bi or witch or pagan or whatever you are. Or all of the above. Yes. I think that that <laughs> is like this, 
time in our history is is a lot like when I was younger when it just it was like peaking and then it kind of fell off but I feel like this is happening again but in a bigger movement because of social media back then I didn't even have the internet that's how old I am I'm older uh, than no you. girl I've been there I've been there my mom was Amish light oh, oh. snap fun yep like yep. at one point my stepdad started stealing cable from the neighbor like <laughs> that's where we were <laughs> I played, I remember getting our first computer and playing that game where the little ball just goes boop, boop, back and forth. That oh. was, yeah, that was my first video game. And then my first contact with anybody, uh, chat. When AOL chat happened, when mm -hmm. I figured that out, I connected for the first time with other witches, with other people, that bisexuals, lesbians. I was able to, like, for me, that was my first person-to-person -person connection yeah anybody that i felt akin to and with social media being so big right now i just feel like this whole movement is going to gain i don't think we're peaked yet i think we're still building momentum so oh definitely when i look at like the numbers of people like so i i manage our facebook stuff mm -hmm. when i look at the numbers of people that like some other witchcraft groups and pages have in them it's it's astounding. It's amazing. When I was 11 and it was just me and my best friend learning witchcraft together, I could not have, I, we felt so alone in the world. I could never have imagined a moment where we have 8,000 Facebook followers and that's a large number. Awesome. And oh, that that's also a small number compared to like the people who've been doing this longer. There are so many witches out there using social media. Next, and that is amazing. But uh, the first YouTube, they call them YouTube witches, whatever. The first witch I remember like following on YouTube was the White Witch Parlor, Jenna. I don't know if you checked her stuff, but she has a store and she sells the most amazing stuff, like witchy stuff. But I remember uh, when her YouTube channel came out, I remember find, I found her because I was looking for a ritual online. I'm like, oh, I need some like inspiration. So it was screw around with YouTube and I found her and she was one of the first ones that I started like really following and I really enjoy the way she presents witchcraft and it's really kind of uh you do you boo kind of thing and I really like I like that there's yeah that's the message yeah you do you boo whatever I don't care yeah. if you want to like I have uh, we have we have people in the coven that, that use blood magic that's your deal I don't care there are people you know not like killing little baby kitties but like pricking your finger or whatever and some people might you know not like that but I'm like cool if that's what you want to do that's your flavor if that's your deal then awesome I have some people like I said that don't involve deity at all and I think that's fine too it's whatever you do you <laughs> yeah, do what you gotta do um and I love that I love that there are so many flavors like I never stop learning about the different flavors of witchcraft yeah like ever like i always come in contact with somebody's like oh have you tried this no but that sounds great you know i love like taking little bits and pieces from everybody's knowledge and incorporating them if if it resonates i incorporate it if it doesn't whew. so yeah that's it that's me with the yellow hair <laughs> <laughs> i keep every once in a while i look over them like oh god it's yellow 
It's oh my god, do you know what do you know what she just reminded me of? Move. Vitamin C. Oh my god. Oh my I forgot god. about her song for us. What? Oh my god. I forgot about her hair. I do you love her. yourself now. I love now I'm cool. Now I'm cool. now I love it. I wish it all would have turned out like the really white stuff at the base of my neck. <laughs> that. <laughs> it was like a peekaboo spot. That this would be a lot easier to cover <laughs> with blue. So I may have green pea looking hair in the morning, like vegetable. Well, that's green is a beautiful color. That's a look. That's what I figure. I am going to try it and we'll see what happens. I better end up on a Brad Mondo like fail video if this shit does <laughs> bad. I better at least get that. I am videotaping it. It's awful. I have no makeup on. So my my theory is that if I look really bad in the face while I'm doing it, then even if it really sucks in the end, I'll poof, put on a lot of good makeup and it won't look quite as bad. Yeah, you could you could fix so many things with a lot of makeup. Makeup and lighting. Yeah. I'll make up and lighting. So hopefully it won't. I I really want Dang. blue hair. Blue purple. <laughs> Do not tell her to get bangs, David. She no. is 17. She is not cutting her own bangs. I am not doing bangs. I did bangs two years ago, and I cried. I cried so hard. I was like, what am I? I'm like, ooh, bangs are cute. I do not have enough, Wrong. enough hair right here, and I don't have, I have a really high hairline. So it just, mm -hmm. looks, it looks bad. It looked, it looked like I had mange right there. And Your girl once tried to do bangs to cover up the five head. I did, yeah. Instead, that was like, I just had short hair that split apart right here. Yes, I have a cowlick. <laughs> I have a cowlick right here, and all it does is go bleep. It just uh, So no, I will not be doing bangs. I, I don't even think I will cut it. My daughter already cut her hair. She was like, I'm cutting the ends off. I'm like, I'm not touching it. So I don't want to die in my sleep if I screw it up. <laughs> Anyway, I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat. I think. Okay, I got one last question for you. Oh yes, yes. Okay, so we do this super annoying thing where whenever we're watching anything, like somebody has to like be a character. You oh. know, like we have, like who is who in this show. So yeah. Danae, in okay. fourth column, who are you? Oh, who am I? Everyone wants to know. Hmm. Unfortunately, I'm probably freaking Rael. You rebellious little shit. I probably am. I probably <laughs> am. I would say that's probably more who I am is probably her. I love rules, but I break them. Yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of dig I do love, I, and I like that she has a, a weird parent situation. I have a very weird parent situation. Um, not the best. So I can identify with her in that respect. And also, yeah, like her, I love that she's the lesbian of the show. I love that. So, yeah. So who, okay, who are you guys? Yeah, David, who are you? Who are you? So I'm Tally. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I can see so that. So naive, so innocent. But not. And yet really mean all of a sudden. <laughs> But like really nice about it. <laughs> That's stretched, but okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. So who are you? Um, I I'm pretty obviously Abigail. 
I love to walk into a situation and act like for whatever reason I'm better than everyone and have more knowledge and I'm the boss. Yes, I can see you. You're the take charge. Yes. Take charge and get shit done. Yeah, and I say shitty things like, oh, I thought you guys were going to show up ugly, but you look okay. <laughs> I like I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to use that. That is awesome. I love that. I love that we're all different. We're all different characters. We're the Trinity. Yes. Yes. Well, now I have, what am I, I'm watching The Wicker Man and the rest of Xena. Oh, and we need to talk about that on Facebook Messenger stat when you do. Yes, I will watch that tomorrow after I dye this pair. I might rewatch The Wicker Man since you are. It's been a yeah. while. I don't even know what it's about. I don't even know that was a thing. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Well, I have two things I have to watch. I think I wrote down my notes. Nope, I didn't write down Xena. I will forget. If I don't have a list, I don't do it. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys chatting with me. I know it's super late for you guys. Thank you for having thank us. You. It's been so much fun. I had a blast. And we're going to totally do this again. I think Yeah, be for sure. Yes. Yes. All of, it would be cool if everybody, all of you could do it. Yeah. No, we'll definitely get Jamie in on the next one. That would be great. Cool beans. Well, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> okay, you guys. So that was so fun. Holy shit. So I listened to this whole thing and right now I'm recording it one hour and 46 minutes. This is now on record as the longest podcast episode I have ever done. I am so excited for you guys to hear all that. I got to listen to it all over again and holy hell. One, I had way too much coffee and I probably shouldn't do that before I do any more interviews. So I won't do that no more. Um, also, I just want to again thank David and Siren of Millennial Incantations for coming on, for hanging out with me. I cannot wait to get the whole crew together and talk some more. Um, please check out their YouTube channel. I'm going to post that in the link or in the show notes. I also have that in the group and I'll post it on the page, the Witchy Woman podcast page. So check them out. They're hilarious. They have a really great um, perspective, a unique perspective on witchcraft and our community. And I, I just love them. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, that's it. That's all I got, guys. Thank you so much to everybody that's still listening. Um, I know that a lot of us podcasters have dropped in numbers, <laughs> listener numbers, because nobody's commuting anymore. Um, so those of you that are what or listening to all of us that we podcast you're listening to us in your homes because you want to I really appreciate you guys thank you so freaking much <laughs> all right I am going to drink too much coffee today after I get uh got done with this because I can <laughs> all right I love you guys and as always stay witchy bye-bye